Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everyone to Kings of the Wings podcast, episode number 118, take two guys, we apologize for missing a show last week, we had some technical difficulties that had to carry over into this week, because fuck technology, but that's okay, because this is the Kings of the Wings podcast, we are back, crown jewel, not crown jewel, uh, just rumble down under, not the rumble down under, super, <laughs> super showdown, know, super showdown, I was fucking with you with the last one. Super Showdown happens, it came, it saw, it conquered, question mark? I don't know. We'll get into it. Uh. KOTR underscore podcast on the Twitter feed, on the Facebook feed, all the feeds. Tilt Will Tarashuk, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. Dave, we started a little late. All to you. Go. Yo, what's up, guys? It's David Malkwich. Yes, my name still sounds like a sandwich. You can find me on Facebook, David Malkwich, M-A-L-K-I-E-W-I-C-H. On the Twitter machine, KOTR underscore Dusty Dave. On Instagram, OZTEPO8. And Snapchat, OZTEP. What a great week of wrestling. I enjoyed Super Showdown. Enjoyed New Japan's uh, Kings of Pro Wrestling even more. But before we get into that, where would I be without my king, King Ricky Rose? How the without, fuck are ya? Without me, you'd still be yelling at that dog um, ah. from before we started recording. But what's going on, folks? It's King Ricky Rose, the third man of the Kings of the Rings podcast, and your social media ambassador of KOTR underscore podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. But you can find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, some people's DMs, less people's text messages, at Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Like we promised a week ago, even though you didn't hear it, we are going to have, uh, we are celebrating evolution and we are celebrating uh, females and females in wrestling and females from wrestling Twitter. At least some people are. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it better than WWE. Um, and so as, as part of that promise, um, we do have a special female guest host. She is a raging Cajun from Louisiana. Um, I would like to introduce to everybody, Kathy. Kathy, how are you? Pretty good. How's everybody doing? I'm glad to get the show finally off uh, the road and everything. Right. So, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at blue, B-L-U-E, as in the color, blue70517. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at blue70517. And I have a YouTube channel, which is also blue70517. So it's pretty easy. Ah, universe, universality, it's great. What do you do on your YouTube yep. page? Uh, I make WWE videos, um, usually like mashups between two themes, or I do, I'm a big page fan, so I do a lot of page videos. And I do like some parody stuff, like I put another song on some stuff, you know, like um, I did a funny one with uh, John Cena and Kurt Angle's theme, and I just put like pizza, because I had stuffed crust pizza that night. You know, just some silly stuff like that. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of them saying you suck, I put pizza. You know, trying to change it up. You know, stuff yeah. like that. But um, That actually goes yeah, well, too. 
Yeah, it does. And then for John Cena's, I just put stuffed crust pizza for his song. You know, it, but you can find it on there too. It's pretty funny. And um, I made another parody with um, when Rich Swan was in WWE and he had a match with Sasha Banks. I had put a uh, put an Usher song when they were dancing. So there's like just some little parody stuff, and a lot of it's Paige videos and like uh, like custom Titantrons of Paige and. Um, then I started doing like theme mashups. I did like a, a Finn Balor theme with Paige. That's one of them. And then I did like a Sasha Banks and Paige. And um, I did. Um, there's another one. I did Fozzie's song Judas with Finn Balor's theme. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So uh, yeah, because he says you know like uh, in Judas he says demon. So I was yeah. like, hey, well, you know, I like both of them, so I'll put them together. Um, it's just a little hard, like, uh, to get the, um, if you don't get, like, the acapella, the drums are kind of in the way. So, um, but other than that, like, I tried to make it work. And I made a AJ Styles and Baron Corbin theme. It was Baron's old theme. Uh, just from them, like, uh, they came out, um when SmackDown was on, they came out and did their, their theme songs came on and I was like, hmm, they kind of sound alike. So I kind of put it together and I was actually fortunate to find an acapella one of AJ. So it, it ended up working. Like I used his words, you know, like they don't want none. And I used it with Baron's theme. So it kind of, some people like it, some people don't, but that's, that's how YouTube is. Usually there's always somebody that hates, you know, you put all your work into editing and stuff, and then somebody just, like, dislikes it, and you're like, oh, my God, you know? <laughs> it was like, it, I put all this work, and I, I love it, and then, like, people hate it, but that's how life is in general, you know? So you can't really cry over it. Yeah, so we're definitely going to have to check it out. But, Will, I think it's time for the first guest game. Is that right? I love the first guest game. It's literally, my, it's literally why I do the show. Uh, all right, so <laughs> first question of the first guest game. How did you get into wrestling, and why do you still watch grown men and women who don't wear pants fight for belts? <laughs> well, I got into wrestling when I was four years old, so I'm going to give my age away. That's 32 years ago. You're a lifer. And yeah, pretty much. Um, so my dad would watch WCW, which was NWA at the time, and pretty much we couldn't change the channel. So we were stuck watching wrestling. And then it just stuck with me um, throughout. You know, I've watched, I watch pretty much everything. I watch uh, WWE. I watch WCW at the time. I watch Ring of Honor. I watch TNA. I used to watch TNA. What's well, Impact now? When did, you, when, when, did you, when did you stop watching TNA? That's always a good question I like to ask people. It's usually always well, around the same time. I didn't stop watching TNA because it's called Impact now. All right. Gotta, okay. Like, Dedicated. Yeah. Name change. <laughs> I used to watch back in 2004. It was TNA. Now they call themselves Impact, but I Damn. never stopped watching. So you've been—you're literally a day one TNA fan. God bless you. I'm glad there's at least one of you yes. out there. All right, so, so probably, you're probably the only one, right? So yeah. well, yeah, probably. Second, I, second question. I definitely came, I I definitely came in and out multiple times. Well, there was a time uh, when they moved to, from Spike to Destination in, uh, Destination America that I didn't watch, but. I ended up getting DirecTV, and I started watching them again. So there was, like, a little gap where I didn't watch. And then I do watch uh, – I watch Lucha Underground, too. So, like, I watch everything. I'm a big wrestling fan. Wow. You are a huge but, uh, wrestling fan. Dave, she might watch yeah, more wrestling than so. you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Yeah, cause uh, <laughs> I, cause the thing is, I don't have I don't have El Rey, so I can't watch Lucha Underground. Um, t- uh, Impact, I only watch around their big pay per views. Like I was watching leading up to Slammiversary, and I'm uh, d- I've been kind of uh, catching up because uh, I'm meeting Tessa Blanchard tomorrow, and uh, Bound for Glory is on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it, it's especially now that I'm back in school, I don't have uh, as much time to watch uh, as much wrestling as I would like to. Yeah, well, that happens to everybody. All right, so question two of the first guest game. Your favorite wrestler of all time, two-parter, coming at you, and your favorite wrestler currently. Ooh, can it be more than one answer? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it depends on the people. I might, I might have to make you, I might have to make you uh, pick one, but I'm interested. Go. Okay, so favorite of all time, I guess, would have to be Sting. Ooh. And okay, that's a good answer. Yeah, and then that's a first. Right now, I guess currently would be Finn Balor because, well, it's a toss-up. There's like my four top ones that I have, but if I have to, it's either. Like, well, Paige retired, so I can't really say her, but she's the general manager, and she's doing a great job. Um, Finn's another one of my favorites. Becky Lynch is another favorite, and I like Drew McIntyre. Okay. That is a good so that, that is a, that's a good variety of current wrestlers, good guys, bad guys, authority, all of them. So are any of them part of your third question of the first guest game, which is your favorite match of all time? I know this is a very tough one to choose, so if you got to pick, like, two or three— uh, we can narrow we can narrow it down, but first favorite match of all the t- of all the times. Favorite match of all time was Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair at Kasha the Champions. Damn, you are a dedicated fan. <laughs> that that is that is a match that like only a long like people of wrestling fans for years and years and years will say or if that is a match that wrestlers will say is their favorite match much respect snaps to you for that being your favorite match <laughs> i just that's the one match that pops up that i remember vividly like just sitting there watching it i think it was it might have been like an iron it was an iron man match i think and i just sat there in awe and i was like this is so awesome i mean back th- back then they went 60 minutes like Daily, like all the time, Rick, Rick Flair was like yes. a insane. sixty minute match was like it's like a cakewalk for him, which is absolutely yes. insane. Well, another question, first guest game. Uh, how did you find us? Um, I think at one point you guys followed me, and then I think we have different uh, mutual fan, like mutual friends, like uh, Rant with Ant is one of them. Ant's mm. one of them. Okay, and of um, great guy, Rant with Ant. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, he's he's, awesome. he's a pretty cool cat. He's okay. He, he, so it was he basically passes. through wrestling, uh, wrestling circles, I guess. That's what you know, like mutuals through Twitter. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah. And the very last and most important question of the first guest game: Are you very important? Are you Team Slack or are you Team Fuck You Slack? Well, I don't. I'm not too familiar with all that, so maybe you have to explain it, and then I, I'll pick one. No, just, just, just flip a coin and pick one. Fine. So, okay, what's the... I'll just pick one then. What are the choices? <laughs> team Slack or Team Fuck You Slack? Probably Fuck You Slack. Oh, yes. damn. 
with, with the slack, majority. Even people that don't know you are saying, <laughs> fuck you, Slack. We need like, a new intern. Literally, even people who have no idea about why there's a Team Slack and Team Fuck You Slack say, fuck you, Slack. You are it losing just... everywhere you go. All right, there, it, there sounded is a... cooler, it sounded cooler to me, so I just picked it. There is a long story behind Slack, but that is a podcast for another day. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that is the first guest game. And we are going straight from there into Crown Jewel. Uh, but, guys, DX is back. What are you back. talking about? You mean Super Showdown Down God damn it. Yeah, the, the Super Showdown Down Under with Muhammad Ali <laughs> and, uh, and Rocky Balboa. So, the no, Super, super that Showdown. that was a brilliant Manila that was Muhammad Ali. And then there was also the rumble in the, the jungle. The rumble, oh, rumble the rumble in the jungle. What was the, what was the rumble down under? Was that a real thing? Did I make that up? No, you just it, made that up. All right, great. Yeah. All right. I, they I, have they have thunder from down under, but that's a whole different thing. Yes, that's not yes. even wrestling. Right all right, all right. I'm muted. I'm muted. Dave, take over for a few minutes. Okay, so uh, super showdown. <laughs> emanated from the Melbourne Cricket Grounds in Melbourne, Australia. And I was extremely impressed with this event. Um, did you watch it live, Dave? I did watch it live. I hated myself after because I had to uh, go into work on grooming dogs and it was a very busy day and I, I fell asleep at work twice. <laughs> um, my, manager, my manager actually thought that I was like deathly sick, so she uh, almost sent me home. Uh, but I'm I'm happy I I'm happy I uh, I watched it. But uh, the biggest surprise before we actually get into uh, like match by match, not one but both matches that had competitors competing in their hometown country were the winners. It's very rare to see one, but two different matches. We have Buddy Murphy over Cedric Alexander. Great match. That match stole a fucking show. It did steal a show, which is exactly what I believe Ricky said it would do if they got enough time, which it did. Buddy Murphy got the probably the biggest pop. They were... They were so hot for him, and he got a huge reaction. Much deserved. Excellent match. And I'm still not going to watch 205 Live, but that's okay, because I don't need to, because there's other people to do it for me. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it was a... It, for overall, uh, I think Super Showdown did what it was supposed to do. There were some things that were kind of like, eh. You know, um, I, I have, think... I have one negative about it, but we'll get to that uh, as we go through. I think a lot of it was really, really good. Um, I think the placement was good. The placement was kind of iffy for me, but I can mm. see where they were going with a lot of these matches. My one big down thing, my one big downside to Super Showdown was the fact that it was really fucking early. Um, also, there's a couple down. It's John Cena's sixth move of doom was the worst thing I've ever seen oh my God. in my life. <laughs> that almost as bad of a reveal as One Night in Milwaukee. Dude, no, was, One Night in Milwaukee was better. It was um, it was and, worse than his hair. <laughs> it was worse than Cena's hair. Cena just looks like a dad. Like a really ripped dad. Dad he's Cena. Like, he's like a roided Matt Damon. Gracefully. He's like a roided Matt Damon at this point. But also, the, uh, wow. <laughs> the dumpster fire that was the main event. Okay. Mm, I, I, my negative isn't like... It, it's really harping on one thing. Okay, first off, l like I said, uh, with that main event, now we have uh, Crown Jewel 
crown jewel match. But that match included each individual's full entrance. That match went way long, and it cut into a match that needed to get more time that ended up being rushed. Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Now, Dave, I'm, I'm going to cut in real quick because I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, they, they, they're, not, they're not on a schedule. Like, they can go as long as they want. The pay-per-view is, a pay-per-view is not going to take them off. They're on the network. In fact, they like rolling over because it just adds to the hours watching oh, on the network, no, I, which gets I, I them more money. That, da- they, Daniel Bryan, Miz, that was a botch. No, it wasn't a botch from what I've heard. It was a on-the-fly call from Vince that he called that match early on purpose. It looked like a botch. Yeah, no, it, it, it was called quickly because they wanted to save... They wanted they wanted more time for the main event. Yeah, and I like don't get me wrong. I understand like, yeah, you're promoting a match coming out of it. But the thing is, the like, I feel the Miz and Daniel Bryan match uh, lost a lot of its luster because of that quick call. And I mean, I'm not really on board with uh, Daniel Bryan. Like getting revenge for Miz cheating at SummerSlam, and losing, and then Marisa getting the win over Brie Bella, so losing twice to Miz with a small package. It, it was very anticlimactic, and I mean I'm hopeful for the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles Styles feud, but I feel it. I. Feel it started off on a bad note because of this match. I mean, if you look back at the match in and of itself, um, Miz is pissed at the ending. Miz is yeah. completely pissed at that ending. Um, and I think it had to be explained to him. I mean, he seemed to have recovered well on SmackDown this week, and he played it off well, but I still think there's some animosity there. I think um, he's but pissed because it's a botch. I think it's going to go off well. I don't know. I just think it's a botch. But that's just me. The match itself was, was you, really Jeff? short. It was really shitty. Yeah. Throw, throw your four cents in here. Uh, somebody was saying that they cut it short from an injury, but I, I don't guess it's a, like, I think they said maybe Daniel got injured, but I'm not too sure about that. But yeah, if Vince called it short, I don't know. It's just kind of, they, you know, it took eight years for them to get this feud going, mm. you know, an actual feud because he, you know, Daniel got, Bryan got cleared. And I don't know. It's just been kind of, I get the first time, you know, Miz cheated with, you know, Maurice gave him the, the brass knuckles and stuff uh, at SummerSlam and he won. But it's just like Daniel should have won at some point. Like a legit match, not a, you know, not a small package. Yeah. And they deserve those... they deserve to go like they can both go and they deserve they deserve the time to do it. And I mean, if I was Miz, I would have been pissed, too, because. The Miz has been, like, what he did for the IC title, his work on the mic, his work as a heel, like, literally, he's been one of the top heels, if not the top heel, in the company, and you're gonna, like, you're gonna, like, downshot him with a, like, call of fast call finish, so you could give, like, I'm sorry, I... I honestly think they should have given the match more time and just had uh, 
Kane and Undertaker enter as Brothers of Destruction and have DX enter. Even though it wasn't a tag match, it didn't have to do each individual entrance that took so long because they're so geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> they are geriatric at, the, at this point in time. And now we're going to move on to do this tag match. And HBK is coming out of retirement, which I am absolutely completely against. Yeah. Um, and there are rumors he, like that he's going to have a match at Rumble and rumors that he's going to have a match at WrestleMania. Well, this like, this why? opens the this opens the door because I mean, he's going to have one match, he's going to get the itch. But you know why? It's cuz you know how much money the Saudi Ravens are paying him. Like It's like 20 mil, right? I don't I don't know, but they're paying him a lot of money. They're also paying for his TV appearances, allegedly. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're paying for the build up. So Vince is like, "Oh wait, so we got all this for free?" And Sean's like, I got how much money? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, fine. Let's do it. And fans just have to pay $9.99 for the network to see it in Saudi Arabia? I mean, I get it. Saudi has a lot of money to spend. So, like, I get the greed and the intrigue. But, like, at what cost to your legacy? It's literally just a rich, spoiled Saudi Arabian prince getting what he wants. And Vince is going, okay. Pretty much. Well, hey. Ted DiBiase said it right. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's and got a price. And $20 million is that price. Apparently. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Rock, Rock got a big offer. Hogan got a big offer. Austin got a big offer. Uh, it's I don't know who, who accepted it. Oh, Hogan obviously accepted because he's dying to come back. Uh, he's Hulk. Yeah. Rock will accept because uh, if he can do the schedule, Brock, well, well, Brock already well, accepted. The thing, is, the thing is, The Rock isn't retired. The, and we know yeah. The Rock will come back to do a match or a set of matches at some point in time. That's a given. Yep. So it's not, I don't really put him in the same boat as Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was legitimately retired. Right. I, don't get me wrong. I like the way how he uh, reasoned it on screen by, like, you know, he had, he had this respect for The Undertaker, but his respect was misplaced because... The Undertaker made it personal, doesn't deserve the respect. So on TV, I, it worked, but it's just, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'm still, I still can't get over him thinking that he's one of us being a bald man. You are not <laughs> one of us. You are not one of us. We do not accept you as our own. Here's what I, here's what I think. Damn, I feel like at what cost to your legacy does do do you sell out for because this is like this is legitimately selling out put this all right in, in other words does anybody remember jordan on the wizards no. i try not to exactly like or joe montana on the kansas city chiefs Rick, Rick, Again, this way. I, try not to. I didn't know I didn't know Michael Jordan was, was played for the Wizards until he was in that 2K game and he, I played with him on the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan well, played for the you Wizards are for like so a young. Yeah, I'm also a yeah. child, I'm sorry. Yeah, you are you are a pretty <laughs> you are a pretty child. But the fact of the matter is, like, it's it's not to me, it's not worth it. It's it's not like I get it's a lot of money and I get it, he has like uh, I think he has two children, Shawn Michaels, that he probably wants to put through school and everything. Like, I get that. But at some point, pride in your legacy has to... There's not much more that Shawn has to do to prove himself as one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah. He's already you know, in the Hall of Fame once. Very good chance he goes in a second time with DX. So, I I personally think he's good. I'm not looking forward to the match at Crown Jewel, especially because they infringed on our copyright. But that's all, that's all I want to say about it. 
Plus, I Super mean, Show, Super Show. Our main event was a train wreck. It was just like it, it, it was a train wreck, but like in. It kind of reminded me of Mania X7, how before the match even started, Triple H had the match changed to no DQ. Um, uh-huh. like I, 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 I said it before I knew what was going to come from it. I predicted that Triple H was going to win, and I, like, I'm still pissed off that we're still seeing Undertaker. I shed yeah. so many tears at 33 and part of me like i'm always happy to see the undertaker but like not like this you know what no it's it's bad you know what should have happened fucking undertaker should have turned on kane because kane did a really shitty job at making sure Shawn michaels didn't get involved in the match which is the whole (laughs) which was the whole point of him being down there Shawn michaels was so involved in the match and kane was just kind of standing there like fuck i'm a mayor Fuck, I'm a mayor. <laughs> Fuck, I'm a mayor. Oh, wait, put to the table. Like, the only thing Kane... Undertaker should have taken Kane's mask and made him compete as Glenn Jacobs. Seriously, the only thing <laughs> the only thing Kane did was get put through a table and pull the ref out. That's all he did. Yeah, it was bad. You know what, this remi- you know what it reminded me of? Remember the South Park episode where they had the, like, the epic, like, 20-minute cripple fight? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh that's god. that's super showdown main event. It was super slowdown. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're talking about the one between Jimmy and Timmy, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Like it was just it was just so dragged out and long and just I was like, what is this gonna end? Yeah, it was yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's like we've. T- I think we talked about it about half as long as the match went. It's been like twenty minutes. <laughs> um, what other no uh, matches stood out to me? Um, I love Becky Lynch and Charlotte. I love the finish. Yeah, I yeah, do too. I, I, I do too. I mean, apparent. Apparently, I heard this after the fact. Becky Lynch cracked her jaw at Super Showdown. I don't think it was. I mean, it's not a complete break because she was speaking pretty easily. Yeah, uh, crack jaw. But I think that uh, like I don't think it was originally supposed to be a DQ finish. Really? You think it was like a on the call? Move? I think it was on the call because she cracked her jaw. Um, I I like the way they recovered from it this week with the double count out. The spear, uh, Becky getting speared through, and now we get a uh, last woman standing in their eyes, first ever. But uh, cough, NXT did it first. Cough. Um, <laughs> yeah, they true. did. That is that's true. true. Nick, Nikki Cross and Oscar. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, yeah, did they have one of these before? I was trying to think about. It. I thought Sasha and Bailey, but I was like, <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. Thank God, Dave's here. Yeah, uh, I saw a meme that. Uh... Saw a meme that I laughed about. Uh, it said, "Does WWE even watch WWE?" Because you know they, 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 they did a they did a last woman standing match already in NXT. And it was fucking like, amazing. Uh, after after I heard them say first ever, I tweeted like, "I guess in WWE's eyes, main roster doesn't count." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I think they try to keep NXT separate from the main roster. You can't. I mean. <sighs> They try. They try so hard, but uh, and yeah, got so that's, far. That's just a losing battle. But in the end, it doesn't even yeah. matter. 
pretty much. I mean, speaking of which, NXT put on a stellar triple threat as we're recording right now, uh, which I have to go back and watch. Um, Adam Cole, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, triple threat yeah. for, for, for a North American title. I'm, I'm, a few, I'm a few weeks behind, but... Um... I'll, I'll of catch course up. you are, Will. You barely watch SmackDown. I know it's a, it's a, it's because it's, it's it's we record on Wednesdays. It's SmackDown on Wednesdays. Uh, but I want to back bounce back to Ka- uh, Kathy, Becky Lynch. Uh, Kathy, were you, <laughs> were you always on the Kathy Lynch train, or did it take you some time, like me? I, I'm, calling, I'm, calling, I'm calling a Kathy Lynch now on purpose. Kathy Lynch. <laughs> no, I've always been a Becky Lynch fan, always. And yes, I I boo the woo. I boo the woo, even though Charlotte did high five me like three weeks ago that's, when I was on the ramp at SmackDown. That's fine. You, you, you should boo the woo. Think, Get used um, to booing the woo. I think Sasha's <laughs> super fan uh, Angel on Twitter uh, got a video recording from her that same uh, SmackDown. Really? Yeah. The really? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna have to look at my Twitter after we record this. Yeah, the one I went to was the 9-11 episode of SmackDown. It was in Lafayette. And that was the episode that Becky came out in my section and beat up Charlotte right in front of me. So that was pretty awesome, too. But Charlotte did high-five me in her entrance, so that was cool, too. <coughs> but, I, yeah, I still boo the woo. I, you have to boo the woo. <laughs> boo the woo. All right, guys. Like, but one, it's, one... it's Becky's time now, and, like, Becky needs her time to be champion. Let her be champion. You know, Charlotte's been champion forever in a day. Let Be- it's Becky's time. She's red hot. Everybody loves her. Yeah, Let her the, be the, uh, the higher-ups are very happy with uh, how she's doing and uh, using her as an example of uh, superstars taking the ball with what they're given and running with it. Yeah, she's getting stone-cold praise, so that's always cool, yo, too. Like that, yo, that tweener. Becky316 said, I just kicked your ass. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, so we will be booing the woo, but one guy we won't be booing—he's very fat, Kevin Owens. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they pulled off. Hey, he lost weight though. He did lose some weight. D- did he? he uh, uh, report he's undergoing minor knee surgery. Yeah, he'll he'll be gone for a little bit, but he's gonna come back hopefully as a baby face. I think it's about time. And uh, Bobby Lashley is gonna stand there and not talk while they boo the other guy. <laughs> Leo Rush. Bobby, La- Lashley. Bobby, La- Lashley. Bobby Lashley like has officially had his heel turn, which I think he's needed. Yeah, I'm um, very excited for this. I am too. I just hope it goes somewhere because I mean, l- let's remember we all thought that when Bobby Lashley came to WWE, we were going to get a Lashley Brock Lesnar match. So he apparently thought that too. I thought he would have a title contention. Still uh, haven't, and so I don't really see much direction. But with Leo Rush as his mouthpiece, like the sky's the limit. But they need to let him do his thing. So So many superstars on both rosters are getting criminally, criminally underused. Well, that's what happens when you have a twenty-three-year-old piece of gold. (laughs) As you're, you're. Criminally underused? That made no sense. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm messing with you. I think Leo Rush is going to do wonders for Bobby Lashley, I even hate though everybody him. hates his voice. I hate him. I that, think that's the best part about it. You're supposed to hate him. He You're sounds supposed like, to hate his voice. Ricky, he sounds like Kermit the Frog swallowed a child version of Kermit the Frog. I don't <laughs> see that. But I think he, he's going to be the black Jimmy Hart. He's going to be. He's going to talk so much you're going to hate him. And that's pretty. That's all Jimmy Hart did. Yeah. Jimmy Hart would just talk and talk and talk till you wanted to kill him. But he got his people he over. 
he was the mouth of the South. That was Jimmy Hart's nickname, you know. Yeah. So Leo he talked a bunch. <laughs> Leo Rush is going to be in that same um in that same bracket. I don't think they should give him a live mic every week. But I think he should continue to just talk and talk and talk and talk. When Xavier Woods um, would be the third, would be the odd man out in a tag team match, all Xavier Woods would do on the sideline was just talk and talk and talk and talk. So it kind of works out. Yeah, annoying. Annoying heels are good because <laughs> when when Leo Rush gets like fucking destroyed by Finn Balor, it's gonna be a big pop. Bobby Lashley's probably gonna end up feuding with Big Big Balor. Finn Balor after um, mixed match challenges over. And he's probably gonna bury him, so be aware. Who knows? Um, I mean, I just like I like to see the more aggressive uh, Lashley because we've been seeing a very tame Lashley. But on Monday, we got to see a little bit of a more aggressive Lashley, and I think it's gonna do him wonders. Like he suffered from Apollo Cruz syndrome a lot. Yeah, where he smiling. just he just smiled. What is with what is it what is it with Vince and black men smiling? I think he needs to see him. I, I don't know if Vince is going blind. <laughs> or let me see them. White. Let me see them pearly whites. They stick out more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, Ricky. I'm really glad you laughed at that. <laughs> old racism is hysterical. I'm sorry to say it is hysterical. My grandmother, being old racist, rest in peace, was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever said. Literally, we went Burger King once. She's like, "Why are there so many Asians here? Wouldn't they be happy in their own country?" Verbatim, an 86-year-old woman said that in Burger King. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's out there. Hey, man. She was old, white, and Italian. What do you want from her? <laughs> like, from Boston, all right? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Boston's, Boston's not the best town. <laughs> she, grew up in, she grew up in Quincy, all right? So, fuck it. <laughs> Ooh, Quincy. Yeah, Quincy. The mean streets of Quincy. The mean streets of Quincy. Um, all right, guys, we had a second heel turn. We had uh, the Bellas, surprise, surprise, turning heel. Well, well, that happened on Raw. I thought it was going to happen at Super Showdown, but, like... They planted the seed at Showdown. Yeah, yeah, they, they did plant the seed with the dissension between Nikki and uh, Ronda. I think uh, the heel turn played out perfectly on, um, on Raw. Uh that's kind of all I have to say about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was it was something that we all kind of saw coming, which is fine. Yeah. Sometimes things are predictable, and it, it's okay. Ronda's gonna. I hope I I hope for Nikki's sake that she puts on a good match. I think her and Ronda are gonna be a very big surprise of how well they work together. I think they're going to orchestrate a really really good match that's going to be leaps and bounds uh, above what everybody thinks they're gonna do. At this point, I think they should double down, one-up this match, make it a two-on-one handicap, both Bellas versus Ronda Rousey. Well, well I mean, I, I'm curious to see if we're going to get Twin Magic going down in the match. They can't and, do that anymore. And maybe if we get uh, Shayna Baszler potentially coming out to uh, help Ronda deal with uh, Brie Bella. But you also have Shayna in her own match against Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I know, I know. But just wishful thinking. But um, one thing I do want to highlight on Raw. So we got Raw was like the rematch rematch night. Uh, yo, Liv and Bree in the ring. Liv was going ham on Bree. It was good. It was much needed. 
You know what? I think I think that was a good call from creative to be like, there's so much heat right now for Use Brie it. and Liv. Just let let them duke it out. I'm like, all right, Brie, you're gonna grab her tongue and just no, Nikki, no, Brie, so, Brie, you're gonna grab her tongue and just kind of hold it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it works. I really hope they get a singles match out of this. Agreed. Yeah, gotta love Bubblegum Morgan. I wouldn't mind seeing that at Evolution, <laughs> like on a pre-show or something. I agree. I think they should do... I think Liv and Bree should have a match at Evolution because it'll get to show how okay of wrestlers they are. And, it, it, and puts, they, it puts the Riot Squad on the card, which they deserve to be. After wrestling in so many six-woman tag matches? Yes. God, was That's not a bad idea, really. actually. Yeah, no, it's not a bad idea. We need we need more matches on the evolution card. Like it's slowly building up. There, yes. there, there was like five, but then one match got merged into uh, from two to one. Yeah, because Ale- um, Alexa has numbness in her arm. She's still hurt, but she can still go. So it's gonna be a tag match limiter. This is well, makes- no. I, I actually read that it it was supposed to be a tag match all along. No, because no, they had they announced uh, Mickey and Lita. Yeah, they already announced yeah, that b- both matches. Trish and Alexa. Along with Lita versus Mickey, were announced separately. But so, they, how is it the plan all along? They then? were it, it was, from day one planned for them to have a tag match. All right, so they, oh, they, so they, they changed the singles. So wait, so wait, just saying. So like pre day one, it was a tag match. Then day one, it was two singles, and now day fifteen, for lack of a better word, um, it's back to a tag match. Is that what you're telling me? I don't, I having come across the information on why they announced the match the matches as one on ones first they were but going to I be. I have read multiple sources that it was supposed to be a tag all along. Well, Dave, don't lead no DQ first of all. That's a problem. Um <laughs> or, or, or 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 Ryan Satin or Meltzer or whoever the fuck else is out there cuz they're all they're all this pulling at straws and blowing smoke up each other's asses. Uh cuz if I don't believe that for a second because they announced them as singles matches and Alexa Bliss is hurt right now, so she's limited. Um, that's why she didn't take any bumps on Raw. She pulled her ass, pulled herself out, pulled her ass out of the ring because she's not a hundred percent. So it, the fact that it's a tag match just makes me think that oh, now Trish and Lita are winning. Cool, um, which is fine. Yeah, I have no, I have no Tr- problem. Trish them and Lita were probably gonna be winning from day one. No, I think Alexa was gonna win, then Tr- Lita was gonna beat Mickey because goddamn, Mickey James looks fucking amazing, but she's not gonna win anything. Which, is, Which is sad, dude. Mickey James was Mickey James was the hottest woman in that ring during that segment. Yeah, she was. She honestly, she needs another title reign. She Give does. Her a title reign. Absolutely. Throw on SmackDown. Somebody to bring like legitimacy to that title. I would love to see Mickey James versus Sasha for the title. That would be good. Or they needed to finish that Trish and Sasha segment. You know, have them let them have a match too. The match everybody wanted at Evolution and we're not getting. Yeah. Attention, Sasha Banks is missing. If found, <laughs> please call the nearest WWE headquarters. Is do we need to put her? On, we need to put her on a milk carton. Yes, at this we point. Do. <laughs> last last scene on Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon. Yeah. Last scene in ring against Dana Brooke. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. That is true. 
Yeah, Ember Moon and Nia Jax got more TV time than Sasha. Dude, I don't even want to. Th- we're not talking about that. It's not worth talking about. That was fucking awful. I was a, it was a fine match. I hate Nia yeah. Jax. She's the fucking worst. Why? What's the matter with Nia? She's just terrible. Do, do, terrible how? Like, she just doesn't do anything. Well, she's like every classic big man who doesn't really do anything. She was a shitty champion. Well, and they, well, they, they kind of turned to heel. And now she just has backstage heat and not doing anything. Will Tereshuk doesn't like Samoan people. I love Samoa Joe. I tolerate Roman Reigns at this point. I love I love the rock. What, the fuck you want about? Well, you're being excommunicated from the UWA fraternity. Good, <laughs> good. It doesn't exist, uh, guys. I want to talk about um, fucking Kurt Angle. He looked like he looked like one of the priests from the first Mummy who all painted gold, and someone touched him. Like, yeah, it's like who touched you? <laughs> who touched you? <laughs> <laughs> One of the Pharaoh's priests in the first mummy. <laughs> I was like, I was hey. like, go ahead. He had some sweet dance moves, though. I, yeah. I really like the Kurt return. I'm really concerned with the fact that the first four entrants to the WWE World Cup are all American, which <laughs> makes me think that yeah. the other four are going to be international. But regardless, I'm glad Kurt's back on TV, but a one-piece spandex suit it was not <laughs> the best choice. It was disgusting. It really showed how out of shape Kurt really is. <laughs> I a... mean, it reminded me of Will dancing at a bar. Oh fuck you! <laughs> he, look, he looked like no. an he looked like an overweight Oscar. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was I was gonna say Oscar too, but I wasn't gonna say overweight. I thought he was in good shape. <laughs> nah, nah, he, he's overweight. No, he came in the ring. I was like, oh, look at that neck. It's Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yo, but yo, by the way, that battle royal didn't even attempt to get any interest. But no name. Li- they put someone from goddamn Antarctica. I was rooting for the Polak. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> the Polak. I was, shoot- I was shooting for the dude from Luxembourg. That was more of a World Cup than the World Cup's going to be. <laughs> they were from, <laughs> they were from different countries. <laughs> You're very true. It's very correct. But yeah, like, as soon as, like, I saw um him go out of the ring and just, like, chill by the ring post, I'm like... Corbin's going to eliminate everyone. He's going to come in. But I, I didn't think that it was going to be Kurt Angle. But then, like, when Kurt was emphasizing his terrible dad dance moves, like, it happened. Oh, but, if I mean, only it was Jason Jordan. That would have been really interesting. It would have been fucking Jason terrible. Um, Dude, yeah, Kurt Angle didn't even wish Jason Jordan a happy birthday. <laughs> terrible dad dude terrible dude, dad he, he forgot he only found out he was his dad like a year ago yeah you can't blame a man for that it's his first birthday together <laughs> cut him some slack <laughs> he, he's going through some shit he's fighting for his job <laughs> it's, uh, he's fighting for his dreams but his dreams aren't fighting for him essentially all right but guys we're gonna, oh, we're gonna, man. We're gonna <laughs> double back to super showdown because one other match i do want to talk about was that six-man tag Shield versus other Shield. Um, well, but, but before you get to that, you didn't even say anything about the Iconics winning 
in their hometown. Yeah, uh, the two Aussies won it. Uh, two Aussies won it. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy they won. What's, well, Dave, what else do they have to say? I mean, the crowd wasn't as hot for them as I thought they'd be, which means I don't think they're a hot act anymore. I think they muted the mic a little bit more for the Iconics and they ramped it up for for, uh, for Buddy. Yeah, that's Popsicle. That's always Popsicle. It was yeah. just nice to see that they had three of their, pretty much their homegrown talent actually went in their hometowns. Like, they were, like, Buddy and the Iconics have been in NXT since the first takeover in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, that's how far back they go. They go back further than that. Um, and they finally got a chance to kind of have their moment. It was really nice to see, but they allowed them to actually get a win in their hometown, which is usually not the norm. And even a championship win in their hometown, like, that's even more rare. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been awesome if Emma was still in the company because that would have been a big pop, I think, too. That would have been huge. Probably. Yeah. But we'll never know. Um, no, sadly. But uh, so getting back to uh, the six man tag, I'm. <sighs> it was good. Can't complain. Dean got the win over Dolph and then Drew pinned Dean the next night. Well, two nights later. Um, like, and then was, Dean walked out. And then, and then Dean, Dean walked, walked out. out. So it's, it's, it's a slow burn. It's storytelling and entertaining matches for a six man tag. Like, they had to do something different. And I thought they kind of pulled out all the stops. I mean, the one on. Uh, this, the pay-per-view was better than the one on Raw, obviously. But, you know, I mean, these guys are good chemistry together. It's just, it's time they move on. It's been too long. Yeah, but how are you going to move them on now? Like, what are you going to do? There has to be some sort of breaking moment. Well, it's going to be Crown Jewel, and then I believe you're going to see McIntyre lined up for a title shot one-on-one against Roman. So hopefully it doesn't continue on for, like, another five months. But McIntyre and Roman would be dope. It would be dope, because yeah. Drew has not been pinned since his return. It. Well, well, Ma- well, McIntyre's not going to get that until he, like, has his breakup with the insert name here. But, like, you're starting to see, like, dissension between Braun, Ziggler, and Dolph. But, like, obviously, it's in a holding pattern until Crown Jewel because Braun's in the triple threat with Brock and Roman. Yeah. So, it's... They're going to, like, really drag out, like, on with the Shield, the Dean having left this week. I think maybe next week you're going to get uh, Drew McIntyre walk out on Braun and Ziggler. Maybe. you'll. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, speaking of Brock Lesnar, talk about trying to get ratings up as much as you can. Raw, WWE and Raw in general brought out all the stops to try to make sure that they didn't have low ratings again. Like, they dragged Paul Heyman to Chicago. <laughs> Paul Heyman, <laughs> fucking Trish, Lita, Triple they, H, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, DX. They did everything in their power to make sure we didn't have low ratings again. I mean, and it was it was a successful Raw, just SmackDown was better. Yeah, SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown usually is better. We we touched a lot on yeah. SmackDown already, but the one last thing I want to talk about on the Down of Smack Talking Live is um, the big show. The, I really thought he was going to go over. He, especially it would have been nice. He competed on the very first SmackDown. Also, wasn't he a Raw superstar? Like the last time yeah, we saw he, him? He, he, he was a Raw superstar last time we saw. So... 
We have no idea where, when he switched brands, but... After the hip surgery. Uh, I just want to, I just, one thing I want to say about the big show, um, I was out to lunch with an old co-worker of mine the other day, and he's working on a, a show for sci-fi called Happy, and the big show is in it. Um, really? Yeah, big show. And he was just, he was just telling me stories about the big show, how fucking humongous and strong he is, and how fucking jacked he is, so, literally... To seeing uh, going out to lunch with him and then seeing him on SmackDown the same night, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> that's pretty fucking awesome." I love, yeah, like, I love the so, Big Show. So Big Show competed on the very first SmackDown. He now that he's on SmackDown, he will he will be the only superstar who competed on the very first SmackDown to compete on SmackDown One Thousand. I. Like that they brought him back for a World Cup qualifier, but like I don't agree putting him in the ring with Randy Orton because Randy obviously is you know on his whole uh uprise as like into the heels of SmackDown, and I, I, I disagree with it because there was not as much pomp and circumstance as I thought there would be surrounding the return of the big show to SmackDown, but you're going to have him lose? Why not? He's the big show. He doesn't need anything anymore. Big show's a company guy. He's going to do whatever he's told. Exactly. And, I, yeah, overall, I just great guy. I hope I can meet him one day. Uh, Ricky. I mean, talk about unpopularized. You also have freaking SmackDown 1000 that hasn't gotten any sort of promotion up until this week. I mean, you have The Undertaker returning. My big, The biggest thing for next week, SmackDown 1000 next week, is Rey Mysterio's coming back in a match against Ray, Shinsuke Ray, Nakamura. What a, what a match to return to. Non-title uh, match, though. Yeah, non-title. It's a World Cup qualifier. Oh, um, so he's gonna I, win. I'm excited obviously. just because there's obviously been the uh, you know the buzz that he's coming back. I'm glad that he's coming back to SmackDown. He he, well known as being a member of the SmackDown Six. Um, I, I'm a little so. My only surprise with it is him being on SmackDown means that he's not going to be with any of the cruiserweights. And I thought he not would necessarily. be. I well, until he goes to Raw, because the cruiserweights still exist under the Raw umbrella. Yeah, but they film after SmackDown. Yeah, I un I understand that, but you you don't see cruiserweights on SmackDown. You see, you don't see cruiserweights on Raw. Yeah, bro, Leo Rush is a manager. Leo Rush is a manager. Dude, uh, but still, they're not, you, they're ha not, you have cruiserweights that will occasionally appear on Raw. They're not Even wrestling, though it's not a cruiserweight match. There and their are characters are categorically Absolutely different. None. But their the, characters are categorically different on 205 Live than they are on Raw. You have Drake but, Maverick being this evil heel and then yeah, being like a, a good guy manager. You have Ricky, Leo Rush uh, Ricky, kind I of being Leo Rush. If, if, if Rey Mysterio was on Raw, he wouldn't be in with cruiserweights anyway. Yeah, it does. I don't think it makes a difference. Mysterio. If you want Rey Mysterio on cruiserweights, you got to put him on Two Hundred Five Live. That's Two Hundred Five Live, yeah. Two Hundred Five Live still exists under the Raw banner. It, I it doesn't though. Yeah. It's 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 still its own thing. 
Yeah. It's his own show. Yeah, it's it stopped being under its banner when they switched from the purple ropes and they stopped putting matches on, on uh, 205 Live. You stopped seeing the Cruiserweight Champion on anything other than 205 Live. <coughs> 205, it's like saying NXT is like an extension, is like part of Raw because Kevin Owens got called up. Like, it's completely different. I think it is different, yeah. And now they moved to Wednesday, so they've totally almost separated them. Yeah. Officially. Which it, which it should be different. I still think 205 Live should be in full sale. I agree. A lot of people are echoing that sentiment. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, guys, next week, Raw 1000, I think we should... Get Smack it down. Fuck me, man. Tongue, tongue, <laughs> tongue, tongue, tongue-tied Tarashuk over here. Tongue-tied Tarashuk. Um, SmackDown 1000 is next week. I think we should dedicate the whole show to the 1000 and the SmackDown memories over the past 19 years. Um, Some shit like that. Well, yeah. well, well, that would require you to actually watch SmackDown. <laughs> I'm going to. Relax. <laughs> cool your jets. Ricky, are you ready for tweets? Uh, yes, I am ready. Willing and Gable, sir. Just tell me when. All right. Tweets. Tweets. Time for this week's top five tweets. Tip the crown featuring King Ricky. All right, folks. It is time for my top five favorite tweets of the week. Hashtag tip of the crown. So... It's running a little late, but let's get this thing in high gear. My number five favorite tweet of the week comes from uh, our Ram with Ant podcasting partner, the Demon Diva, Diva Incarnate, at Issa, at WWE Demon Diva. She goes, hey, Rhonda, are you Australian? Because you meet all my qualifications. Hashtag <laughs> gay for Rhonda. She did that during Super Showdown, so qualifications. Anywho. Ah. Uh, yeah, it was a little delayed. I, I saw you You had to think about that one a little bit. Well, a little anyway, bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, so my number four favorite tweet of the week comes from Pro Wrestling Mag, at Pro Wrestling Mag. And they said, the last time Drew was in a six-man tag in WWE, he was against the Bull and two Matadors. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's very true. My number three favorite tweet of the week comes from Kate Monster at Make It Loud. She goes, if you picture Aiden as that dude in your DMs, it makes it funnier. Ah, yep. (laughs) (laughs) My number two favorite tweet of the week comes from Valkyrie member, the Queen Bee at underscore V Kate Murphy. You're going to hear from her next week on our show. I see is going to be our special guest. And she goes, Roman Reigns flies. Into my bed. (laughs) Last night, I was going back and forth with her, tweeting her different gifs about Roman's man bun and the hurricane down south. Is is that why it started flooding around my my part of the island? Uh, You're going to have to call her to ask her about that. (laughs) Hurricane force winds. (laughs) (laughs) In my bed, there's a hurricane coming through. Pretty much. Kate Murphy's also going to be joining us on Evolution. Surprise, surprise. Um, also, my number one favorite tweet of the week comes from the non-corporeal suitor at ZAQ5322. have no idea who the fuck this is. But he says, so now that Cedric Alexander lost the belt, how will he, in the tradition of the title, ruin his WWE career? Oh, oh no. Wow. That's a that's actually a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is my top five favorite tweets of the week. Hashtag tip of the crown. If you want to be part of a conversation and potentially get nominated, just use hashtag tip of the crown. Doing Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, Ring of Honor, Upcoming Evolution, all the fun shit. And I'll be sure to try to look out for it. Will, back to you. 
Ricky, perfect again. My, 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 always, my. Always. Always and forever. Then, now, you, and forever. forever. That Cruiserweight question thing is kind of boggling, though. Like, every Cruiserweight champion has ruined their career. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a joke to make, and the first thing that came to mind was Mike Vick and dogs, but I don't want to make, I don't want to make no. that one. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> um, the second one was Me Too, but I want to bring that one up either. Um, mm, no. maybe, maybe he's going to come out as a Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, who's Cedric Alexander? <laughs> yeah, Cedric Alexander, Trump supporter. <laughs> or a Ka- Kanye did it. Or a Kavanaugh supporter. Kanye did that shit for fucking album sales. You know what? It worked. <laughs> it didn't. His album was horrible. <laughs> you you want to know what album I've been disappointed with recently? The Carter Five. Oh, I could have told you that. Yeah, I could have told you that too. It's like Eminem's album's terrible, which I know you guys disagree with. Yo, Will, you straight bugging? It's terrible. Kamikaze is a, a satire. Kamikaze, it's. Kamikaze, the song Kamikaze is worse than fucking Emma's boop boop. Boop 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 That song. It's worse. No, it's Emma, terrible. Emma's song was amazing. Uh, all right. No, no, not, not the evil Emma. <laughs> not the evil Emma. Like the kid in the candy store Emma. Oh, uh, okay. Like, like Santino Morella's friend Emma. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. All right. King of the Night. I might have to give it to Santino now. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave, who you got? Uh... All right. Ricky, who you got? <laughs> uh... I'm, I'm going to give it to the Conquistador. Not Kurt Angle. The Conquistador. Uh, how do you spell that? C-O-N. Yep. Q-U-I. Yep. S T. I D O O R. No, I'm just kidding. D O R. A D O R. Actually. A. Oh, God damn it. Tongue tied. Tongue tongue tied Tarashuk. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I spelled it right. I don't want culture appropriate. Props for spelling that. Yeah, right. Uh, Rick, you could have made that up. So I don't give a my, shit. Mine's gonna be uh, the one whose money is as good or more than mine, Nick Jacoby, for literally what? every Wednesday, like. May Young Classic, NXT. All, he's on the TV all the time now. He goes like, to school there. He goes yeah, to school at no, full cell now. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, literally, I, like, was getting ready to record this, and I'm seeing, like, uh, gifs from the May Young Classic of him, like, next to Ricochet, and he literally just, like, occupies my TV, and he got that, uh... He actually, a picture of him with Johnny Gargano and Keenan Moore got posted by Johnny Gargano. So he's uh, he's making all the moves down there, meeting like people <laughs> left and right every fucking week. Like, yo, Lil Jacoby, you fucking living a life, man. Yeah, and uh, li- uh, yep. uh, Little Nick, uh, the Kings of the Rings are going to come for a visit. Hell so yeah. You show us a good time. I'm going to break my one rule. I want to party with full sailors. I bet it's going to be very mediocre. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but <laughs> Hey, well, they, they did just commission an esports arena, Will, so. I, okay, it's going to be mildly mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Kathy, who is your king or queen of the night? Who had the best week in wrestling this week? And don't tell me it's Kane. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. Best week, mm, man. I don't know. Let's see. I guess I would say Becky. She kept the title. Okay, twice. Becky Lynch. 
Guys, it's gonna push Becky up in the, up in the fucking uh, up in the standings. Uh, that's that's an exclamation point, not a one. Um, let's see where Becky Lynch is at. So let me go to the trusted list because Slack picked Becky Lynch. I have Becky Lynch like two or three times. Uh, let's Wait, we allowed Slack to pick somebody? Yeah, we did. Wow. He was a guest. It's written down. Uh, <laughs> Becky, God, this is a long fucking list. Becky Lynch now has four, ladies and gentlemen, which makes her. I believe tied for second with Seth Rollins, Elias, and tied for third actually with Seth Rollins and Elias. First place is still Daniel Bryan with six. Second place is Samoa Joe with five. Tied with The Miz also with five. This oh, is nice. this is not how I thought the the standings would have come out, but it is. So, fuck it. Mine, <laughs> mine this week is going to Bobbert Lashley because I couldn't think of anyone else who actually deserved he a, it. He had a good heel turn. Yeah, it was a good heel turn. It was more like a. It was more like a. I'm expecting more from you in this heel turn in the future, kind of King of the Night. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. It's a. It's a. It's a hope I can get your ass up in the standings in uh in the last eight weeks of this year, or no more than that. Nine, ten weeks? How many years left? How many weeks left in this year? It's October. About ten weeks. Okay. The year's been flying like crazy. Dead <laughs> ass. All right. That it has. This PC, we're done. What the fuck? I already say this. What the fuck is going on here? It's telling it's version one. It's like Matt Hardy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matt facts. All right, guys. What a show it has been. Uh, any final notes? Before we cue the music. Next week, we'll be debuting a new segment hosted by yours truly, where I uh, throw a little outside of the WWE main roster uh, goings on, whether it be New Japan, whether it be returns, etc., etc. It's going to be called Around the Rings. Get ready to hear from me. Yes, and also uh, my next episode, um, by the time you guys hear this, my latest episode of Watch the Throne, the video series on ranwithan.com and um, on Instagram TV will be coming out, uh, where I have, if you guys haven't listened to it already by the time you hear this, I'll be talking about what I what I have deemed the unretirement era of WWE. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I'm looking forward to that one. Also, yeah. my buddy, Nate, I won. I have picked... It was another close one, but he had to endure Spider-Man 3, and I think he liked it more than he wants to admit he did. Go <laughs> go watch go watch his YouTube video, his reactions. It is a laugh out loud, and like I told him, I am going to also watch Spider-Man 3, because it's been a while since I've seen it, and I, wanna, I, I think it's a little bit better than people give it credit for. It's trash. It is shitty, but it is not the worst pile of shit. That was The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But for now... Ladies and gentlemen, let's cue that music. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 118, tongue-tied Tarashuk. Yours truly. Couldn't get the right words out. I made some shit up about pay-per-views that didn't exist with Muhammad Ali. That didn't happen. But they. <laughs> but you know what? If I have a time machine, I'm going to go back and make sure it does happen. Because this is the Kings of the Rings podcast. K-O-T-R. 
underscore podcast on the Twitter feed, on the Facebook feed. Hopefully there's no technical difficulties next week. Oh, God, I hope and pray there's no technical technical difficulties next week. I'm going to hook up the mixer and see what's what. But you can bitch at me for all the technical difficulties at Tongue Tie Tarashuk, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K with W-I-L-L in the front. David. Yo, uh... I have work to do from yours truly. <laughs> and good night, bang. I love College good. Dave. <laughs> College Dave is great. Ladies and gentlemen, this is King Ricky Rose, the third man of the Kings of the Rings podcast and your social media ambassador of KOTR underscore podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, blogs, um, podcasts all over the place at Ambassador Biggs, B I G Z, Ambassador Biggs. We have some tailgate, $5 donation, all you can eat and drink. Before the event, come meet us, come come drink with us. We're also selling the Warrior t shirts online, represent.com, um, Warrior Breast Cancer Awareness t shirts. All proceeds from those shirts will go towards uh, breast cancer research. Last but certainly not least, I want to thank personally our Raging Cajun, Kathy, for being our guest on the show. Kathy, Thank you for for joining us. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, I did. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Where can we find you, Kathy? You can find me on Twitter at blue, B-L-U-E, 70517. Instagram is the same thing, B-L-U-E, 70517. And my YouTube channel, B-L-U-E, 70517. Yes, please check her out. She has some great content going on. Kathy, you have been a fantastic guest. Thank you again from all of us coming this week. I hope to have you back on someday. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we're the kings and a queen of the rings and a queen. (laughs) I will see you next week for the 1000th episode of not Raw, but of SmackDown.